Welcome, welcome to welcome. the only podcast that draws you in like a straw in a milkshake. It's Pastor Live, the lighthearted podcast adventure that's all about God, the Word, answers to your questions, and, well, sometimes it's more questions to your questions. Hang on tight. You're listening to Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and the other guy. Hey, everybody, it's Pastors Live. It's Wednesday. Pastors Live. Change, change. Apparently, my voice hasn't quite recovered from Easter weekend yet. People who watch the Brady Bunch even understand what you're doing. I know, I know, right? Hey, so we get we do have some great people in the studio today. Uh, we've got Pastor Shane's here today. Top of the morning to you. Uh, we got Pastor Dave here today. I and the rest of the day to you. We got the other guy. We got James here today. Hey. We've got uh, Gary Austin, the voice of the valley, uh, and then we also have Steve. Steve, he's just hanging out over there. He's he's doing stuff. He's HR, waiting. Act- he's, HR. HR. He's actually waiting for me because we have to go uh, look at a, a truck for it to pull the trailer we got outside. Uh, so we've got some great stuff so happening right now. You guys literally put the cart before the truck. We actually. He did put the cart before the horse. <laughs> oh, hey, Steve, that's a good a trailer point. And then decide what kind of truck, truck we have we to have to pull it. That's pretty much what we did. However, we knew we needed the trailer. We've got a lot of work to do around here. So, <laughs> uh, hey, listen, guys, we've got some wonderful things going on today. Uh, first of all, uh, it is a day of remembrance. Uh, in it was it, this day uh, was the um, Oklahoma City bombing uh, um, uh, many years ago. At this point, and so uh, just be uh, praying for the families who lost loved ones uh, today, if you would right. do that. Uh, and then it is, uh, of course, it's April 19th. Our readings today are in Luke 24, uh, Proverbs 14. We've got Psalm 102, Ecclesiastes chapter 12. And if you want to contact us, if you got a comment, question, or concern, uh, send it to Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. And do we have any comments or questions? We I got, got a big we'll... stack of them, and most got... of them oh. have to do with the eight track from a couple of Oh, no. oh, oh. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Did, did we do HR? Oh, I wasn't here. We were out and we talked oh. about rocking the Fillmore. We talked yeah. about Boston. We talked about Four to four, man. Kansas. Oh, hey, listen. I'll, hey, so I'm a big Kansas. Who guy. in this? Who in this space knows how to make an A track? Make. Uh huh. Do you remember how to do that? <laughs> so no, I, I had to learn how to make A tracks because A tracks yeah, were also known as cart machines. Yeah. So cart machines were used in radio. We had big giant circu- uh, big giant cylinders, and you'd fill it with all these what looked like eight tracks, but they were called carts. Uh-huh. And it's actually how you. It was early automation. It was long before computers. We used mm. to do that, yep. and they'd get well, stuck in the middle of the night. And you'd get woken up uh, by the local law enforcement because it's been playing the same commercial or song for four hours, yep. and they'd and want you to come change it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Cut and splice. Well, you missed you missed eight track day around here. Uh, right? I feel bad. So, I miss eight track day because okay, what you got? This comes in from Saint. George, Utah, from yeah. Cindy Malloy, and she writes. I wonder if she knows Nessa. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, yeah. Do you know Nessa Graham? Do you know Vanessa? Yeah. We enjoy listening to your podcast and especially love hearing. If you start hearing... reading like that again, I'm gonna punch you right in the mouth, Vanessa. We enjoy listening to your podcast and especially love hearing about what you're celebrating. The other day was 8-track day, and I remember the day my mom wore out her Barry Manilow 8-track. Barry Manilow. I'm glad it wore out. At the Copa. Copa. Can't smile without you, and it never rains in Southern California. Wow. (laughs) We're her favorites. I think my dad postponed surprising her with another 8-track of Barry Manilow. We couldn't stop laughing because my mom would scream to the music really? as if she was at a concert you know nice. I, hilarious. I, I you know i love one of the things i loved about eight wow. tracks was once you put an eight track in you didn't have to flip it just kept going 
Right? It just kept going. You didn't have to flip it yeah, over. But if you, but it if just you had kept a going song you wanted to hear, you had to drive around for a while. Yeah. <laughs> to come back to Hey, that's so, like cruising. So, it's funny. It's hey, funny. Hey, <laughs> tracks and cruising are really important. Well, who, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Who, who right? went cruising? I, right? I used to go yeah, cruising. Cruising. Yeah. cruising. Yeah. Did you go cruising? Bellflower Boulevard. Oh, yeah. Did you go cruising? You didn't go cruising? Well, sort of. Okay. Sort of. He had a skateboard. He had a skateboard. I wonder if we're cruising in heaven because there's one street made of gold that we know of. Yeah. People always say streets of gold, but it's not plural. It's street of gold. Right. So I wonder, like, I'm cruising on between 22s, these hours, dude. it goes north to south, <laughs> and then later on, you go from south to north. Who knows? So this for eternity. really lame. <laughs> but right. I, I cruising with, for eternity, man. <laughs> I shared with the guys, we only had really one 8-track, because my parents song. bought this at a yard sale, the 8-track player. Right. It, it was Evie. And so, but heavy was yeah. the only a track you had. It was. Oh, anyway, but the the thing I found most satisfying was pushing the buttons and feeling like as you go to different tracks. That's what I loved uh, the most about it. Do you know what? Know. You, do you know how it knew uh, when you were at the next track? I don't. It's called a subtone, and that's how radio automation worked. It was the subtone they put on the track. There that's how go. they know where, what was hmm. what. So our our, our education on this show. Yeah, there you go. Our Give next one is from Dale Ricks here in Idaho Falls. Nice. Dale, what's up? I was so mad at my younger brother for sitting on and breaking my Boston Eight track. Yes. No, <laughs> right? Oh, you should be. That mad at is your heartbreaking. Yeah, we should have given though. him that Barry Manilow Eight track. Mom and Dad suggested it was a God thing because they didn't approve of my listening to Boston <gasps> anyway. Hey, no, wait a second. Oh. Let me ask you guys a question. When you had your music in, did you find yourself? Driving faster and slower, depending on the song. Of course. Yeah. Did you guys? So you will like, do. Yeah. You'll, love, you'll love this. He he writes after that. He says, "My argument was there was worse music like Pink Floyd." Oh, what? Oh, 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 this, this is getting saucy. Wow, <laughs> oh, man. It was all devil music to my parents, unless you liked Keith Green or something like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like Dave. your parents, because you know I'm a big I'm a Dave. big Keith Green. Keith Green, Dave, awesome, Dave, man. bus, bus, Dave. Hey, you know, no, <laughs> I love Keith Green, man. In fact, my so Mike, I had we had in our in our house we had uh, we had John Denver. Yeah, we had an LP of John Denver. We had uh, the Grand Canyon Symphony, okay, uh, and then we had uh, a Mike Warrenkey, of course, and then we had Keith Green, They're The nice. Lamb. So those were the four <clears throat> LPs that I grew up listening to, over and over and over. And then, uh, and then my dad got a comedy CD. Um, and I can't remember uh, who, who they Bob were. Bob Newhart or no, no, oh, it was, it was like it was like I was like off the off the hook or off the road or something like that. I can't I can't remember, but I'll have to ask my dad what that was. But I'd listen to this uh, this great um, comedy uh, album. So it, that's but that those were the LPs that we had, and then um, I think you know over the years. I mean, seriously, that was it. And then of course we started going towards cassettes and CDs yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So. But I remember, I remember going into, I remember going into the record store. You guys remember oh, going yeah, to the record yep. store? Heck yeah! And you buy records. Spend hours. Yep. So now we're we're actually yeah. we're we're working on we're working on two records right now for the church, and we're actually going to press vinyl. Nice. And so if you want a vinyl record of the church's original music, uh, let us know at Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. We're going to be pressing uh, th- uh, thick, heavy vinyl. Uh, well, we're going to do a short run, so there's only going to be a, a you know a couple hundred of them. Dale. So. I think that Keith Green, Pink Floyd, and Boston are all 
awesome. So that's a playlist. That's a playlist. That's a playlist. There you go, Gary. There's your playlist. We got a couple more, man. All right. This comes in from Michelle and David Longhurst from Pocatello. Hey guys, we're reading with the pastors on their podcast from the Daily Reading. Yes, awesome. And we've been talking about that makes six people. We've been talking about glorifying God in all things. The question came up of knowing how to give God what is God's. Paul talks about how our bodies are not our own, but more than just our bodies are not our own, correct? What other aspects of our lives are not our own? What about our leisure time, hobbies? Thanks for your response. Ooh, okay. So, so this I, is going to take the rest of the time, yeah, so, probably. <laughs> so, no, well, so first of all, let's talk about let's talk about a couple things. Um, I want to talk about the theology of play for just a second. Okay, so having a hobby, uh, playing, uh, going out and doing something is simply unproductive creativity. So we, as the Imago Dei of God, are created to be creative. We're <clears throat> created by God uh, to. Uh, reveal his image to the world, and it is okay to have a time that you go out and you do something fun. And that is, it's Jesus, actually just. I believe God, in the person of Jesus, walked in the garden with Adam. Yeah. Walking, just walking. That, that's a God thing. Yeah. Yeah, just going for a walk, uh, doing those things, getting out, uh, going on a bike ride, doing those things, uh, taking vacation time, sitting on the beach, playing volleyball, uh, throwing a ball around, uh, playing frisbee, doing frisbee golf, all those things. All you're talking about right now is you're just talking about hatchet throwing, uh, yeah, hatchet throwing <laughs> or uh, or fishing or whatever. But you have to understand, you can have as Christians, you can have kind of a theology of play. Yeah. In other words, you're just going out and you're just enjoying God's creation. You as God's created being are doing something. It's just it's just unproductive creativity. And if you think about hobbies. Hobbies sometimes are like that, but sometimes hobbies can become very productive mm -hmm. because you're learning something new or you're doing something different. And so uh, I, I want to encourage you in that uh, as far as you know how you use your time and things like that. I know these guys probably have lots they want to add to that. So. The, and, and I agree with that, Pastor Ty. And one of the things that, that I want to hit on is that doesn't mean that our witness turns off, right? Hmm. Because our relationship oh, with now. God... We are gods, right? We are now bond slaves to the Lord, right? And and all that we do is for we the are Lord. gods in belonging to the Lord, right? Yeah, uh, right. Just in case somebody takes that clip, I want to make sure that was really clear. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and so when I am having my leisure time, my my Sabbath or whatever, right? My Sabbath is in Christ now. Jesus is my resting place, and so when I when I go hang out at the river or go to the coffee shop on my day off and just go walking downtown, right? Things happen, and some of the coolest witness witness opportunities that I've had is combining both my leisure time, my hobbies, and belonging to God and dedicating it unto as a living sacrifice to the Lord. And some of the coolest witness opportunities I've had are on my day off. Yeah, and just oh, yeah, do, just just going going around skateboarding, you yeah. know, taking kids to the skate barn on my day off, and yeah. just skating with them, you yeah. know. I don't change, you know, my free time and my hobbies and Is all that stuff. Is the skate barn done? It's been done since uh, last year. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just yeah. checking. And it's, I, was just, I, just, I was just checking. But here's a thought for you in, in terms of that question of, you know, how much belongs to God. Well, how about this? You know, Colossians 3.17, whatever you do. Yeah, that's Whatever it. you do, whatever contains work, it contains rest, it contains leisure, it contains creativity. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, 
Do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So your creativity, your leisure time will not be destructive. It will not impede the faith of others. It will, in essence, glorify God because he created you for this. You're made in his image, and God absolutely is the best artist, the most creative being in the entire universe. And he gave us the gift of making us in his image. So we have that inclination towards creativity, whether it's knitting or creativity in the kitchen or what what singing music, you know, whatever it is, that is a reflection of God. And that shows that you do belong to him. I love what Dave brought up about Jesus walking in the garden with Adam, Adam and Eve, right? Uh, Wherever we're walking, whatever, whatever path we're on or whatever, it's awesome when Jesus is with us, right? We walk with Jesus and things get weird just like in the garden when we hide and don't walk with Jesus. So as long as you're walking with Jesus, it's all good, man. Well, Acts chapter 10 has a very interesting <laughs> thing. Um, Acts chapter 10, you know, um, there's this great moment where Peter shows up, right? And they don't believe it's Peter and they, he comes out, right? And then, and then the two of them are walking and it says, and they, and they talked. I, I believe small talk's important. Yeah. I, I believe Acts 10 shows us that small talk is important. Just having a conversation with somebody, hey, how are the kids doing? Hey, how are you doing? What's going on today? Right. You know, small talk's important because we're, 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 we're beings that are supposed to be, as, as uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 7 says, we welcome one another just yeah. as Christ has welcomed us, right? That's gospel community, right? So yeah. this idea that small talk is important and just going out and, and going on a walk or going on a drive uh, to listen to your A-Tracks side B um, or whatever it is, you know, I I think that's important. I, I use, I, I do a lot of, um, not a, I do a lot of reading, but I also do a lot of audio uh, books um, and things like that. And somebody asked me the other day, hey, do you listen to podcasts? And I realized the other day, I said, I really don't listen to podcasts, except for this one. Uh, it's Gary. Uh, but I actually find myself, I actually listen to more books than I do podcasts. Yeah. I hadn't realized that. I'm very, very selective of the teaching I listen, I listen mm-hmm. to, but I spend a lot of my time either listening to books or working through things and um, and so I, I do, I, I, but sometimes I'll just go on a drive. I'll just go, Hey, look, I'm just going to get out of the house. I'm going to put on a book and yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how far I'm going and I'm going to figure out how fast that book has to be going for me to get the book done before I get home. Well, here's, um, you know, something like, there's a like podcast that. called culture crux. That's boring <laughs> like a book. And you could listen to that. <laughs> well, I try, I try and keep up with the podcast from around here the best I can, but right. I do spend a lot of time and, but I do want to encourage you don't. Don't hesitate having a hobby or doing those things. Not Don't feel all, like you're man. wasting time. No. I think one of the things that I, I I've noticed it sometimes is that it, it's some for some people it's really hard to just sit and be still. So like you know they can't just sit. I mean they got to be doing something when they're sitting, and I think that's unhealthy. I think there comes a point in time where you have to learn how to be still. You know the scripture says in Psalm forty six ten, "Be still and know that I am God." Mm-hmm. And so I think being still is also a, a beautiful part of being God's creation, just right. sitting with him and, and listening. And I, and I love, I love getting out and away from the city and just sitting with the it, Lord. So would you be willing to read that other, that, that part of the question again, where it, I'm trying to remember exactly how it was asked, how much do we, how much belongs to God or how much do we give to God? How was it phrased? Paul talks about how our bodies are not our own, but more than just our bodies are not our own, correct? What other aspects of our lives are not our own? Okay. What about our That's leisure time, hobbies? 
Thanks yeah. for your response. Got it. So, so here's one other aspect that I was thinking of, not just our bodies, not just what we do with our time, but uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 5 says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So it's not just our words, it's not just our actions, it's not just the physical body, but even the thought life that we have is held captive for the glory of Jesus. And Jesus took well, that law, the law that you know people lived out. You've heard it said, you should not commit adultery, but I say to you, if you even look at a woman in lust, you've already committed adultery in your heart. So Jesus explained that the battleground of sin takes place inside before it's even manifest in the flesh, you know, into actual action you can sin in your in your thought life, so you need to take every thought captive to the Lordship of Christ. When you take up that cross, it's not just a physical death, it's a holistic body-soul-mind submission of your will and your purpose in your life to the glory and Lordship of Jesus. So to take it all the way, even your thoughts belong to him. So here, here's something that I, and I, this may be a conversation that's going to lead us into tomorrow, and I'm just going to be really honest about it. The idea of our bodies are not our own is in the context of marriage. I want to just make sure that we bring that for some great clarity. Um, When you marry, um, Paul says that your body belongs to your spouse. Uh, And I think that's really important. So contextually, when I hear the question, I start saying, okay, hold on a second. When we're talking about our bodies, not our own, I I, I guess and maybe you guys can send a follow-up question to this one for me to really understand what you're saying because we're throwing a lot of information. Our, well, our body's on our own. Our time is not our own. Your time is your own. It's, God has given you your life. Every And yes, but God has given you life. He knows the very breath you breathe. So I, I think there's a responsibility here that I think is the conversation. It's like, mm. are we being responsible with our time? What does that look like? And it is responsible to play. It is responsible to serve. It is responsible to take Sabbath. Uh, so I, 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 sorry, I just, I mean, I kept hearing that list of things, our body's not our own. And the only, that's, that's where I, I was getting tripped up a little bit and maybe a little bit of clarification for the question would be helpful. Um, are, are we just, is it just something that's a general idea or is it something that you've pulled out of Corinthians and you're saying, but you know, because I love what you say, you know. Our, but we have to take every thought captive. If every if our th- thoughts were not our own thoughts, we wouldn't have to take. We them wouldn't have the ability captive, to take, take them, them captive. captive because our you know our time. God has given us time. Uh, God has given us talents that are our talents, and some people don't use them for the Lord. Eddie Van Halen was given talents by God; they were natural talents. He didn't use them for the Lord. So there, there's some. Th- that's why I was like, but that's like, why yeah, we are to give like, an account. We are yeah, to give, give an account, account. and right. that's why I was I was thinking, man, this is a this is maybe a bigger question. Regarding time, talent, treasure, our body, our tour, it's, uh, yeah, it's, our, our stewardship. stewardship. That's a that's a great point, you know. Um, and maybe that's something we can come back and maybe we talk about that tomorrow a little yeah. bit to say, hey, because we're out of time for today. And of course, you know, drop the big question on the end <laughs> right. of it, right? So if you have a question, it's Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. If you guys sent the question in, would you maybe right, bring clarify. some clarification to that question in that list of things that are not our own? Because I yeah. think that because what what's happening, it sounds a little bit like fatalism. In that sense, that um, and I and I think I understand what you're saying. Is like like I need to be responsible, to make sure everything I do honors God, and I give back to the Lord. But 
right. where does that add and what does that look like regarding providence and decree and all that stuff? So I, I like how Paul ends that chapter though, and that's a good place to end today. Is is he says the very last verse after that verse that they that they asked the question about? He says, which you, verse do they ask about? Uh, it's First Corinthians six. Was that in the question 19. though? No, that their verse was, but they didn't reference it. I that's found that's what I was wondering because I didn't hear the reference in the question. That's why I, okay, I yeah. found the verse, and then right after in verse twenty, Paul writes for you. You have been bought for a price. Yes. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Hey, you've been you've been bought for a price. And oh, that absolutely. Price was Jesus Christ on the cross. So, how are you going to respond to that? Well, and that's one of the reasons for me to going on kind of the the health yeah. journey that I've been on is because to glorify God in my body, I couldn't yeah. teach that with any integrity. Yeah. That was my. I yeah. was like, that's just not good. I mean, you know, over three hundred pounds going. Hey. Glorify God with your body. I'm just, I'm just glorifying God in law. Yeah. God, you know, which God, is not. That God has good. paid it all. Are you willing to give Him all? Right. Exactly. 100. Hey, listen. Your love, your family. God bless you. We'll talk to you more about that tomorrow. God bless you. It's the one and only Pastors Live, a Rev FM production with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and the other guy. Download and listen to more episodes from Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And submit your questions and comments for next time to Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. His music, his word, the, the Rev. Rev.